This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah from TheButterflyConnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, spark movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly. This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah from TheButterflyConnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, spark movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly. This is BK33. Releasing others to embrace yourself. Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week, and we hope that you had an amazing week thus far. Today, we are going to talk about releasing others to embrace yourself. And basically, what we mean by that is as you start to put yourself first and as you start to take care of you, how does that look in relationships? If other people are opposed to the changes that you are making that are best for you and yourself, how can you go about releasing the relationship in the way that it looked before and what might you be able to do to either continue the relationship in a different way or release it altogether. So we're going to talk about some experiences and tools and things that you can start to do to shift your perspective in your relationship. Yes, absolutely. I think it's really important to think about whether or not you're the type of person who likes to please others at the expense of their own self. And what I mean by that is, you know, we often 
you know, want to help other people and we want to be there for other people. But there is a limit, there is a threshold at which point that, you know, you start to do things for others and you start to almost obsess over that or or want to continue to please people. And in relationships, it can get to a point of being very unhealthy. And so people-pleasing is something that is not healthy for us because we start to neglect ourselves and we start to put ourselves on the backseat, on the back burner, and instead worry about what everybody else is needing or doing or how we're going to take care of everyone else. And in order to take the first steps to release relationships, I think that's a really important question to ask yourself is, you know, am I the type of person that is worried about everyone else's needs and not reflecting inward as to whether or not you are taking care of yourself? Very good point, Sarah. And with the people-pleasing, I think for me, I might not have labeled myself as a people pleaser before, but I definitely was. A lot of times what I would do is instead of speaking up when someone maybe hurt my feelings or did something that was kind of mean, I would not say anything to them because I did not want them to feel bad about the fact that I felt bad. So instead of standing up for myself and taking care of me, I would be more worried about how they would react and feel to me expressing my feelings. So I guess that's really one of the ultimates of people-pleasing in doing that. And I found as I stopped people-pleasing in that way, as I stopped telling people Well, as I started to speak up for myself, it was quite a negative reaction by all of the people who struggle to take ownership of their words and actions. And in those moments, what I found was, as I would say, hey, that was really hurtful or I disagree with you, or I respectfully disagree with you, a lot of times the backlash would look like a lot of excuses for the way in which they acted, or combativeness, or they would get very defensive and very aggressive in the way that they would come back and counteract. And I know for me, when I started out speaking up for myself and I would get this reaction, it would cause me almost to back down and then feel bad. And sometimes I would cry about it because I didn't want to lose a friend or lose a family member, or I didn't want to have people think of me in a way that was negative when I knew that that's not, wasn't the reason why I was speaking up for myself. 
I was speaking up for myself because I knew in that moment that what that person did or said wasn't right and it didn't feel good for me. And that's why I spoke up. So in the evolution of learning how to speak up and dealing with a reaction, I had to start to develop some tough skin. And the best way to develop tough skin in those situations is to remind yourself that the way that person is reacting has nothing to do with you. That is whatever is going on within them. If they get combative and aggressive and snippy and mean or whatever reaction they're getting out of you speaking up for yourself, that has everything to do with what's going on internally with them. And if you can remind yourself that you are not the reason for this reaction, it does start to make it easier to stand up for yourself. Yes, absolutely agree. Um, What's interesting, though, with Molly's experiences of, you know, people pleasing and whatnot, I, I encountered a very different experience in my upbringing, in my childhood and into adulthood with people pleasing. Mine was more centered around the fact that I did not feel secure as a person and really didn't know who I was and where I stood in things and around people. And so I would people please because I wanted to fit in or because I didn't want to have confrontation with those people. And so I would do anything and everything in my power to try to be like them, act like them, speak like them, um, anything and everything that you can think of. And in doing so, I lost my identity. And as I have evolved and have found my identity and found my heart and found my soul, what I have come to realize is the people who I viewed one way or thought that I had things in common with, I no longer have anything in common with. And it's not in a bad way. It's just we as people, we evolve, we change, we grow. Um, but, But one of the biggest things that I did in order to kind of get myself out of people pleasing is really, truly, is really, truly work on myself and sit down with myself and ask the question, who am I? What do I want out of life? What are all of the things in this life that make me joyful and happy? What is good about me? What are my good traits? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And when I started to explore all of those things is when I started to find my identity. And then it wasn't about what anyone else thought anymore. And I didn't worry about it as much. And I stopped people pleasing. And at that point in time, the reaction, it was very similar to what Molly was saying. You know, people didn't really know how to take how I was changing or know how to react. And at some point it was, it was very uncomfortable. But what's 
most important out of this is you are in charge and in control of you and who you are, and you get to choose everything about you, and you get to live in it and love yourself for it. And when you start to realize that, that's, I think, when the releasing process of how these relationships are really, truly begins. Yes. You know, I've always said, you are the only person that lives with you 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you cannot look into the mirror and like who you see, then it's time to make a change. And in making that change, sometimes you have to let people go. Because some people are toxic. And some people enable. And when people are enabling you in a way that is not for your highest good and is not in a way where you can look at yourself in a mirror and really love who you are 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, then it's time to start finding the people that can lift you up and support you in your journey. Yes. And also with that, if you let people go, I think if we dive deeper into that, we're not saying that you should never talk to someone again. Like, oh, because, you know, we have family and we have friends and we have people around us. And maybe you want to have a relationship with that person, but maybe the shift for you is to to understand that the relationship that you want to have versus what the relationship is or will be is not the same thing. And so when you finally come to the place of loving yourself 365 days a year and you're finding your joy, that person might totally not understand it, think, you know, you're being selfish or try to give you a guilt trip, you know, and you have the right to choose how you want each of those relationships in your life to look. And so by letting them go, they they can come back to you in such a, a beautiful, different way. Some may not come back at all, but others might surprise you. I think it's important to say. To add to what Sarah is saying, we also have to make sure as we are releasing certain relationships in the way that they are not working, we have to also give the other person the opportunity to be able to see you for who you are and to be able to decide how they want the relationship to look as well. I think sometimes and we do this to ourselves and and I think as a human population, we're all guilty of this at times. But sometimes when we have people in our life that have a continuous pattern of behavior, we automatically think that if we're changing who we are for the better, that their continued pattern of behavior is going to look the same. 
So instead of giving those people a chance to change and grow, we throw them in this box and basically throw the key away and don't even give them the opportunity that you're giving yourself to be able to change and grow. So it's really important to remember as you learn to embrace yourself and you learn to really love who you are, that you learn to give the other person in your life a chance to grow as well. And that could look like complete turmoil in the beginning. But like Sarah said, they could leave and come back again. That happens. Or they could leave and go forever. Or they might kick and scream through the change. However, as you change, they might grow as well. Because in your changing, you might be influencing them and encouraging them to make the changes that they need to live a happier, more fulfilling life. Right. And remember, if you encounter, you know, someone in your life who is, you know, kicking and screaming and and not liking what's, what's changing within the relationship or within you, you have a duty to yourself and the right to set some boundaries as to what you're okay with and what you will allow, you know, someone to treat you. There's a, there's a saying it, that um, comes to mind right now, and that is, we teach others how to treat us. We teach others how to treat us. So if you're in a space where, you know, or in a mode where you're people-pleasing, you know, then that person in the relationships knows that they can count on you day and night, and they know that you'll sacrifice yourself to do something for them. But if you say, no, I'm sorry, but, you know, I have to do this, or I have this to take care of, or, you know, whatever it may be, um, then you are literally setting up a boundary with that person. And they may not like it, but it is what is in your highest good. And then eventually those people will either do one of two things. They'll either respect your boundary or they won't. And then it goes back to what Molly said. Then maybe it's time for the relationship to end. But the bottom line is, is, it is what is in your highest good for your growth. Yes. And it's important to be able to say no. Sometimes no is the answer. And for those of us out there who are yes people, and I am one of them that has really been working on saying no, we have to remember if you said yes to everyone and everything for many, many years, and you decide to start saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that, or no, I can't fit that in my schedule right now, then you have to be willing to accept the fact that people are going to push back a little bit, especially those who never heard you say no before. But you also have to remember that you have to stay steady or you have to stay steadfast in your no 
and continue to say no. And those people will then learn that you're not going to say yes all the time. And that's really important because we have to, it goes back to giving everybody a chance. We have to give people a chance to adapt to the new boundaries that you're creating. And some people will be able to do that. And some people may have to walk away. But the bottom line is, is you are the most important person in your life. You are the only person that lives with you all of the time. And therefore, what other people think and believe or expect from you is not the most important thing. And you have to be willing to let go of their thoughts and opinions and whatever words that might come out of their mouth that could be negative in regards to you putting yourself first. Exactly. And remember, you are a beautiful person. Not only do you deserve to give love to others, but you deserve to be loved. And if you are not putting yourself first and not putting those boundaries up and not saying no, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you cannot be your best self for others and you cannot grow in your relationships if you are not taking care of yourself first. 100% agree. So in embracing yourself, it's important to be able to release others because you cannot be holding on to others and putting yourself in a corner. So this week, we would love for you to put yourself first and embrace you. And however the relationships around you look, just allow them to just be the way that they are for now and focus on you. Yes, and we have a perfect meditation that can help you with this. If you're feeling as though maybe you are not able to muster up the strength to be able to say no or to set those boundaries, we have a meditation called Inner Strength. And I really, truly believe that that is something that could help to guide you towards your goals of taking care of you and embracing you. Yes, and that is available to purchase on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com. And for anyone who is interested, we are actually going to put a coupon code on there and it will allow you to download the, the Inner Strength Meditation for 99 cents. This is exclusively for our podcast listeners and you will just put the coupon code podcast into checkout and you will be able to download the meditation for 99 cents. Yes, absolutely. And don't forget, we have our free soul reflection challenge. You can find out more information about that on our website, but we have a journal 
that we attach to every single podcast we do that you can go in and do as go through our podcasts. Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook group, The Butterfly Connection, Instagram, and Pinterest. So have a fantastic, beautiful week of embracing you. And we will be back again next week. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray and Sarah Courtney. Look for Soul Reflections Academy on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com, and sign up for our free Soul Reflection Challenge. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and give us a review. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.